Guys, we're here with Damien Leone, writer and director of Terrifier, Terrifier 2, maybe Terrifier 3. Definitely Terrifier 3. Yeah. Were you nuts? I know, right? Just getting started. Right. Here at Monster Mania in Oaks, PA. First of all, how's your convention experience been so far for Monster Mania? Wonderful. Yeah. This is our first time here, and we've had the biggest turnout so far. And we've been doing cons for a while, so this is pretty amazing. Yeah. Speaking of amazing, that box office, over 10 million. The film was budgeted at about 250,000. Uh, how does that feel, first of all? Oh my God. The whole thing, I just keep throwing the word surreal out there because yeah. there's really no other way to describe it. It's very, it's very bizarre. It's very unexpected. Yes. Uh, it happened so quickly. Yes. Because we weren't even supposed to be in theaters. We were only supposed to be playing in theaters for one weekend. Ah. And then it just really caught fire. And our distributor and the company putting it in the theaters had to scramble and be like, we can't not have this in the theaters now. We have to keep going. We have to get yeah. it into the second weekend. And then before you know it, usually a movie dips in its second weekend. That's, right. that's the way it is pretty much all the time. And ours played on less screens on the second weekend and made more money. Right. So then it was like, oh my God, now we really got to keep it in the theaters and keep it going. So it was supposed to play one weekend. It wound up, now it's in its sixth week, I think. It's going into its sixth week. What can you attribute to the box office success? Word of mouth, marketing, anything of that sort? Certainly, um, everything with this movie has been organic word of mouth by the yeah. fans, honestly. We wouldn't be here yeah, without the, the fans. Um, but I think there were a lot of reasons why it caught on. One, you had people passing out uh, and throwing up in the theater. I, I read that. It's yeah. on actually Wikipedia. Yeah. People were throwing and, up, uh, passing and out. That was real. That was oh. that wasn't us. We weren't. It wasn't a marketing ploy or yeah. anything. That was those were genuine accounts. Yes. Um, and also, I think that it's fresh and I think people are getting kind of tired of the same Hollywood movie that you see over and over and it's getting very stale and we need something I think a little more exciting in the theaters again this is like an exciting horror movie to see with an audience there's a lot of audible reactions and responses and people like you know look, passing out throwing up yes. freaking out cheering screaming so yeah. it's a good time it's like going to a concert uh, seeing this movie <laughs> I love it yeah. I love that and Jason said that you guys relied on practical effects um, which is, you know, old school for horror. A lot of newer films are doing the CG route. Um, now that you've had an amazing success with this second film, do you think you might bring some of those newer elements of CG to the third film, or do you think it will keep it old school for the, for the third film? No, well, we actually use some very subtle CGI in part two, but we use okay. it in a way where it's kind of invisible, uh, which is the best way to do it, yeah. when you don't know you're seeing it. So uh, there's a lot of tricks, because I love visual effects and CGI when it's yeah. used properly, but the problem right. is a lot of people just abuse it and they use it for everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, like there's moments in the movie where I build, me and my producer Phil, who, we did basically all the special effects in the movie. So, there's a decapitation, for instance, in the middle of the movie and you see the the actor twitching and blinking and moving his mouth as his head's getting severed and people are like what am i looking at is that uh <laughs> is that an animatronic is that am i really yeah. seeing that and that's just building a practical effects dummy that's as close as we can get to the actor but then wow. digitally putting his face onto the dummy right. you know while it's, so he could react while it's happening and that's really disturbing when you can do that so augmenting yes. 
the uh, the practicals with the digital effects is like the perfect recipe. So absolutely. Yeah. Tell us about assembling uh, the cast uh, and what went through the process of selecting the actors that played some of the iconic roles in your film. Yeah, listen, it's just, it's as simple as I mean it's finding the best actors that come in when you hold the auditions and then mm -hmm. when I found you know my two leads were the most important uh, Sienna and Jonathan yes. and when Lauren Levera and Elliot Fulham when they were presented to me I just knew there was, there was just this undeniable charisma first of all uh, and then seeing them and hearing them read together and seeing that chemistry and the way they just elevated the screenplay to another level mm -hmm. it was like I have to have them in this movie I know it's just the perfect mm -hmm. perfect cast uh, was was being assembled so it's crucial it's crucial and especially this is a very character driven movie mm -hmm. um, which is odd because you'd think ah oh, we're just going in we're gonna see people get cut up and slashed and you know but there's this big almost family drama built into this movie yeah. uh, and some crazy you know very deep family dynamics that was so important because I really wanted you to invest in the protagonist this time and really get on their side especially Sienna's side and on her journey so hopefully you could empathize with her when she's thrown into the pits of hell at the end of this movie I wanted you rooting for this yes. character because everybody's rooting for Art the Clown and if I was able to get people rooting against him that could be a win for me uh, just as yes. a writer people, yeah. I guess people embrace Art the Clown as a new baddie what went into uh, writing his character and was he influenced by any of the other clowns in horror lore? Uh, no the only there was an influence in, from Pennywise, but pretty much the original Tim Curry's Pennywise. But it was really, I couldn't look anything like him. Art the Clown couldn't look like him, couldn't act like him, because there's no point. He's still the king of killer clowns. And if I was going to you know, dip my toes in that sort of killer clown sandbox, I couldn't go anywhere near Pennywise. So I made sure Art was black and white, didn't speak, didn't have hair, didn't have a red nose, didn't have a clown name like Bozo or something right, like that. Right. So I wanted him to be as different as, as possible. And that was a big advantage. I mean, that's one of the main reasons. His image, what he looks like, is one of the reasons why he's so successful, I, I think. I think he just has a really striking appearance. Wow. Yeah. Again, fantastic film. Now, Terrifier 3, you mentioned, is, is going to be in the works. What are you thinking for Terrifier 3? Are you thinking of maybe reaching out to some A-listers to, 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 you know, be in your film or yeah, things like that? Listen, yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I'm yeah. still... Um, Right now I have basically the treatment, so I know what the whole story is, and okay. now it's just a matter of turning it into a screenplay. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but as I'm writing it, you know, new characters are going to work their way into it, and I yes. might get some inspiration. I could be watching a movie and be like, oh, my God, I want this guy in the movie, nice. or this him or her in the movie. So, who knows? You never know. But that would be wonderful to work with bigger actors. Does anyone come to mind? Um, you know who I would love to work with? Not necessarily for, in Terrifier, but I would love to work with Bruce Campbell one day because I just yes. love love Absolutely. Evil Dead 2 and Evil Ash is one of my Ash favorite characters. Yes. Um, um, so many people though. I mean, endless list of people that I would kill to work with. I think you're, that, that's a great choice and obviously an icon in horror yeah. bringing into another amazing franchise. I think that, that's brilliant. That's perfect, right? It would be so much fun. Awesome. I would love it. It would be a dream come true for me. So. Yes, well there you go. The one and only Damien Leone from Terrifier and Terrifier 2, Terrifier 3. And uh, wow, great to talk to you here at Monster Mania. Uh, great to talk to you. Thanks for uh, doing this. Nice. This is fun. Staten Island, New York in the house. All right. <laughs> and if you could let us know who you are, 
director of uh, Terrifier, and you're on Below the Belt show. What's up, guys? Damian Leone here, writer, director of Terrifier 1 and 2, and you're watching Below the Belt show. Yes. All right, we're here with Jason Levy. How's it going? One of the producers of Terrifier and Terrifier yes. 2. How's it feel to be here at Monster Mania today? Uh, I'm ecstatic. It's uh, yeah. it's really humbling to see you know all the fans come out and mm -hmm. you know support something you worked on for the past three years. Yeah, which is insane. You know, we went through a pandemic. We went through you know the yes. trials and tribulations of making this film, and it's just rewarding and humbling at the same time to see everyone come out and support. Of course, and support at the box office as well. Unreal. You guys are only budgeted at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I was reading. You made well over ten million, right, at the box office. How does that? Feel Feel and uh, were you shocked? Did you expect it to be a success? We were, you know, we were very shocked to the extent that it took. It took like a rocket ship all in, you know, one night, two nights, or whatever, once it yeah. released into theaters. Uh, but when we were doing it, you know, it was basically nine of us making a film, you know, making a dream. Because at first, you know, first and foremost, we're horror fans. We've always right. been, my brother, everybody that's involved with Terrifier, we grew up on horror. Yes. So we knew, like, what we wanted to see in a horror movie. And everybody wanted to see the same thing, supposedly, because now... Right. Look at how crazy this thing has become. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Art's here to stay. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> Art the Clown is here to stay. So you're alluding to a Terrifier 3. There will be a Terrifier 3, 100%. Yes. There will be a Terrifier yes. 3. Um, we're working on that right, obviously, right now. But we're letting Terrifier 2 subside a little yes. bit. And then we'll get, to the, we'll get to the drawing board. I was looking at the IMDb for Terrifier 2, and it right. just seems like there's so much buzz about it. And, like, the star meter for some of these actors, like, shot off through the roof as well. As an actor, I know what the star meter means. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a great, great uh, way for the actors to get all that exposure. Um, so what do you think attributed to the success of people coming to the box office to see the film? Though? I think it's just something different, something fresh that people haven't really seen in a long time. Yeah. And it's, the thing is that a lot of things today with horror films, he's waving at me, but a lot of things today with horror films are um, very CGI. Yes. And a lot of people see the fakeness in the CGI, and we wanted to take it a different route and go more old school, which is yes. Damien is phenomenal with the special effects. He directed the film and also did all the special effects for it. Practical, practical effects. Practical effects, yes. yes. Practical effects. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just unbelievable. And that's what we wanted to see more of, that that we felt that the, the genre was lacking. Right. So that's why we went in this direction. Well, wow, do you think that now that you got an incredible incredible um, box office uh, success from Terrify 2, you can advance on that aspect, or you still want to keep it old school for the third film? Uh, no, I would want to keep it. I mean, we want to keep it true to its roots. It's, it's old yeah. school, 80s slasher type of film. That's the type of film it is. That's the th type of film it's meant to be, and we're not going to change it for anybody, really. That's that's what it's, that's the art of it, yeah. is that. And another amazing thing is that I talked to Elliot, your actor, he talked about how he just found uh, the role in Actors Access, which I think a lot of actors uh, use that as a resource. How, did, how was the casting process for getting all the actors involved for you? And, it was uh, a long process, I'll tell yeah. you that, because being the casting director and having a lot of these talents come in, yeah. and you're looking through thousands and thousands of audition tapes, yeah. it gets, you know, me and Damien were very close at the hip, you know, trying to pick the right people for this role, because we sure. wanted to make sure that we were giving the fans what they wanted, the yeah. performances that they wanted, and we couldn't have asked for a better group of cast uh, finding them. Lauren was excellent, went through, you know, when you're dealing with an ultra-low-budget film, you know, you're going over hours, you're doing a lot of things, you know, and you got to really pull your weight. Yeah. And she was phenomenal, went through, did all her own, you know, did stunts for the most part, and Elliot was very talented in doing all the scenes that we wanted, and we got a lot of emotion out of all of these actors and actresses, which was great for me, you know, yeah. finding them. 
Now, what horror films would you say influenced Terrifier? If it would be It or Kill Counts of Our Space or maybe even something else? I would else? say all of it had a hand in it, yeah. you know, because growing up, those were the type of films that, you know, me, yeah. my brother Mike, and the rest of the team would watch. Those types of films, that's what yeah. we grew up on. So to watch films like that, I think there's a little piece of those slashers in art, you know, at points when you watch the film. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were all an influence. That is fantastic. So going back to Terrifier 3, now that you have this incredible budget that you can work with, are you looking to put like, you know, a, a, like an A-lister or someone huge in your next film maybe? I will say this, just wait and see. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Okay. But, you know, we're still on Terrifier 2, but you know, anything's possible. Anything's possible at this point. You know, we want we got a few really... people in mind, right? Yeah, we have a few people that we would love to work with. I mean, yeah. that's what we worked in the path. I mean, we just did a, coming off of Terrifier, we just did a film called Stream with the same group of people from Terrifier came on. Damien, David's actually in it. We got, uh, you know, uh, from Reanimated, Jeffrey Combs, Daniel Harris. So we're starting to do that as well. It's starting yes. to get involved with more of those type of actors and actresses. Yeah. It might even be some of the celebrities here in attendance at Monster Mania, right? right? Exactly, yeah. So we're, we're literally trying, you know, different things with the genre and trying to bring that, you know, that mega slasher back. And that, that's the right? new genre everyone's trying to bring. Absolutely. Art is mega slasher. So we're trying to do a lot of more films like that to, you know, really hone into those horror fans that are fiending for it. Exactly. I think you guys are doing a brilliant job. Of course, it's of movies like Halloween, right. Terrifier. Uh, of course, it had to have done well because horror is hot right now. It's it really is. hot. It is. Yeah. It is. Especially the releasing time in October. Yeah. You know, we couldn't have asked for a better opportunity. You know, COVID really Halloween. put us off. Halloween. Yes. You know, it's always been my dream as a kid to share a movie theater with Michael Myers, and that was uh, that was quite surreal. Quite awesome. surreal. Well, guys, we're talking with Jason Levy, guys, the one and only producer extraordinaire. Thank you. Terrifier and Terrifier 2 here on Below the Belt Show. And if you could, let us know who you are. Throw out a promo for Terrifier. Let us know you're on Below the Belt and maybe a promo for Terrifier. Hey, everybody. I'm Jason Levy, producer and casting director and many other things for Terrifier 2 and many projects. I'm also a part owner with Fuzz on the Lens Production. And you're watching Below the Belt Show. Right. Make sure you tune in. These guys are great. I love them. They're very thorough with their interviews. And, keep, and subscribe. <laughs> yes, subscribe. Hey. Yes, yeah, Staten Island. That's it. Staten Island in the house, baby. <laughs>